Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I am so grateful right now. I wanted to share that I just had such a good experience. I uh, hope that if you listen to this, I hope that this is an inspiration to you. Um, <laughs> I just worked with uh, medical students. I Well, actually, I just worked at a certain medical school um, where I work and I help train physician's assistants as a patient model. They call us standardized patients or patient models. And I, uh, as some of you know, I work full-time as a freelance art and medical model. So I pose for artists that are drawing and painting. But I also uh, work with medical students with uh, practicing doing breast exams and gyne gynecological pelvic exams. Um, is the physical part. But the other part that I do is um, I've modeled with uh, counseling students who are learning to be psychotherapists, and I'm pretending to be a patient for them and doing a role play. And so basically, it's a form of acting, like it's actually acting. And today, I was invited actually to be in a training video at one of the art schools or one of the medical schools where I work as a model patient. Um, I work at um, two, let's see, three different medical schools in the Seattle area. There's three different ones specifically that I've worked with. And um, one of the ones today that I worked with, they invited me to be in a training video. And I'm really complimented that they asked me uh, because there's a lot of other standardized patients that they could have asked. And they just for some reason chose to ask me to do this video. I think it has something to do with that I'm very patient. I'm a patient patient, basically. And the, the man today that I worked with said that he would write me a letter of recommendation because there's another program that I'm implying to, to be a standardized patient uh, that requires me to give them a headshot and a resume. Most of the art and medical modeling jobs that I have have not required me to do a resume and a headshot, etc. Um, so this is a little bit more of an official business-like kind of thing. And so there's more of a formal procedure to get into this other program. Because all of the medical departments are separate, the physical, uh, they call it PhysClin, the PhysClin pelvic module and the breast module is a separate thing. And then there's like nursing school and a physician's assistant uh, program. And then there's the regular MD program. So there's basically lots of medical departments and programs and they're all kind of a little bit separate and so today I did a role play and we videotaped um, basically an example for students and so I'm really honored and, and grateful and happy that I did a good job and that this training video will be shown to medical students um, and they're going to use that to show students before they actually jump in there with us standardized patients that are role playing with them and to kind of see what they're supposed to kind of do. And then they can do the real thing with uh, us model patients. And then in medical school, I guess they go into their residency and they shadow uh, doctors and physicians, assistants and nurses and et cetera. And then they eventually work with real patients and they practice medicine. So I find it fascinating. I like learning about medicine and the person that I work with today gave me the feedback that he thought I was particularly good 
um, at, because I'm a little bit quiet and a little bit introverted. And yet that's perfect because I say enough, because if I was like really outgoing and extroverted, the tendency for some of, uh, some standardized patients is to say too much because we're supposed to let the students ask us the proper questions. And as, um, medical students, they're supposed to learn which questions they need to ask the patients to get the right answers or to, you know, to get all the information. And so I'm one of these patients that's a little bit more quiet and they really have to ask me questions or I don't say a whole lot. I just say a little bit here and a little bit there and they have to kind of draw the information out of me. And so that gives them really good practice because I imagine some patients are really forthcoming and they say a whole bunch of stuff to the doctor but some patients are more quiet and a little bit more private. And so I'm good at giving them practice at having to draw information out of the patient. And I guess the, and I guess I didn't realize I'm also good at, I'm very patient. I sit there and then they, they have to do an eye, eyes, ears, nose, throat, head exam. And they have to like feel your thyroid and check your reflexes and check for edema and pitting in your legs and they check your your blood pressure and your pulse and they check your temperature and you know they do like a physical exam and apparently I'm very good with being very calm and patient um, and you know like tolerant of students as they're learning because they don't always know how to um, when they they check in your nostrils and they have you open your mouth and and stick a th um, like that wooden thing in your mouth and you stick your tongue out and go, ah, and they have to learn how to do that in the correct way because sometimes they're too gentle and sometimes they're too rough. And so I'm good at, at telling them their palpations. Palpation is when a doctor touches you and feels your tissue. And so that's called palpations and they have to learn how to palpate the tissue in the proper way, like not too clinical medical and not too personal touchy feely. And so they have to like you know, the students that are the best are the ones that have a balance of being friendly and personable and developing rapport with the patient, but then they also keep it professional and medical and they're focused on the goal of diagnosing and coming up with a treatment plan. And so I'm fascinated by medicine and I always have been. And so, and, and I also like to do acting. So it's really fun that I'm combining my skills of being an actor uh, I have taken acting classes and done a little bit of performing here and there, and I did my TV show for 15 years called Goddess Kring, and that was sort of a performance in a way, even though I was being myself, but I was kind of trying to be theatrical. So it's basically I'm combining my skills as a physical model with my body, except instead of an art setting, this is a medical setting, and then my acting skills, and then also just my nerdy brain is fascinated by learning about medical things and like medications and diet and exercise and nutrition and all the different like Latin terms that medical people say, latissimus dorsi and palpation of the tissue and the anterior and posterior. I love hearing all of that and the different glands and your thyroid. I know where my thyroid is now and, you know, I know where my lymph nodes are and it's just fascinating. And so I've learned a lot over the last 20 some years doing art and medical modeling. I started a medical modeling in 19... 
97, I think, and then art modeling in 1992. So I've been doing art modeling for 27 years and medical modeling, I think, for 22 years. Um, and then the acting part, I've only done for maybe the last 10 years off and on. I've most, mostly done physical uh, standard, not standardized patient, physical modeling for, for students. I'm not sure what you call that versus uh, standardized patient means that it's mostly about role play and they give you a script and you act out a certain ache or pain or chronic, you know, diabetes or high blood pressure, high cholesterol, these different like arthritis, gout, um, you know, different physical problems. Uh, one time I had to act out that I was diagnosed with a terminal disease. That was pretty intense. That was a little bit difficult to do because I felt kind of psychologically depressed by that. But it was really, I really got into my role. So it's really kind of a form of acting, quite literally. And I, I get paid to work with medical students and, and help them. And then at the end, I get to give feedback, usually verbal, sometimes written. I get to um, tell them what they're good at and what I appreciated about what they did. And then I get to tell them what they can improve upon. And I'm getting better at that because I don't like criticizing people. Um, and I said that to the guy today and he said, oh yes, but that's good because you're, you're, you know, you're not too harsh about it. So you basically, you definitely tell them what they're good at and what they're not so good at. But I, I guess apparently I do it in a gentle way so that they don't get too like intimidated. Cause you know, if you, really heavy-handedly criticize a medical student, it might kind of like, you know, stress them out a lot more than if you're a little bit like diplomatic about it. And you, you say, you know, you could work on, you know, etc. So thank you for listening. I'm just really grateful and happy that I have such an interesting thing that I can do for a living. And there's times when I think I should try to do my art full-time for a living, but then again, I love the freedom. I like the practicality, actually, of being hired to work with medical students, and I get paid by the hour, and it's a different fee at every different place. And then when I work for art students, it's the same. Like, every school pays a little bit of a different amount, and my income taxes are rather confusing. But I'm really happy that I can work at all these different places, and then I can go home and do my artwork in whatever way I want, and then just share it for free online and, and hang it in public places for free. And if I ever sell any of my art, it's kind of like icing on the cake. But it's just, it's nice to just have the freedom to do multimedia photography, painting, music, poetry, performance, you know, all that jazz. I'm in the World Naked Bike Ride and the Body Pride Ride and the Summer Solstice Parade and all these different bike rides where I body paint myself and sort of perform with the other bike riders for the audience that are watching the parade and it's really fun. I've done a little bit of acting. I was in a play a couple summers ago um, and I do my radio show, and I do these random anchor recordings. So thank you for listening. This is Shannon Kringen, my website, shannonkringen.com. I got to upload my new radio show that aired on Thursday to my Mixcloud. Um, it's Goddess Kring on Mixcloud, and if you just look for Shannon Kringen or Goddess Kring, you'll find um, poetry, music, artwork, blogs. Um, I welcome questions and comments. And thank you for listening. I just wanted to share that I'm really proud of myself and happy that it went well today. Um, I, I saw the Imogen Heap concert the other night in Seattle. It was great. I love, I loved what I heard. She has these amazing gloves. She's Imogen Heap is from England and she's a visionary musician and she creates very unique music. I'm 
I'm happy that I went to that. Um, but it was on the tails of, <laughs> is that even a word? Is that even a phrase? Um, I had two 12 hour days in a row. So now I'm looking forward to going home and resting because I've been doing tons of, I have four medical modeling uh, jobs this week and and I think three or four or five art modeling. So I've been working like 12 hour days the last couple days. And so now I want to go home and be with my kitty and recharge my batteries and do some artwork and be creative. Um, so thanks for listening. And tomorrow I do another medical role play where I get to act out. Let's see, I've been doing abdominal pain and I did a sore throat. I did nausea. I did fatigue. Um, I can't remember what tomorrow is, but every time they give me like a different role to play in a different age and different family history, it's kind of interesting. Thanks for listening. Have a great day or night, everyone.